the Team Performance Podcast with Spencer Horn and Christian Napier. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Team Performance Winning Ways for Uncertain Times podcast. I'm Christian Napier, and I am joined, as always, by the man in the traditional royal purple, the brains of the operation, Spencer Horn. Spencer, how are you? Great. Good morning, Christian. How are you? I am doing tremendously at this uh, early hour, eight o'clock in the morning. I guess it's not too early, but, uh, but it's early enough for us. Um, Spencer, it's great to see you, as always. I always enjoy our time. And before we started recording, you showed me some interesting gadgets that you've got. Well, I, I'm just excited. I've, I have this new Logitech Brio camera, and then I have uh, a whole switching dual deal so I can um, get to my more DSLR camera. This is, the problem is I can't get the little square off my face right now. And so I can't use it, but it's really cool because it, it blurs everything and fo- that square is focusing on me. And it's, I, you know, one of the things that I'm so proud of, the, my nose is big enough that it can focus exactly on, it just doesn't confuse the technology. It just makes everything look so nice. Anyway, well, just having fun with the technology. I think it's a great assist to the viewer in case they can't figure out where you are in frame. <laughs> right. Oh, he's in the square. That's, that's okay. Now I know where I'm supposed to Yeah, that's... Uh, that's the kind of helicopter technology that we need these days to help. Guys. That's right. Yeah. All automated stuff. I don't need to, I don't need to know how to run anything. <laughs> well, uh, I'm really excited for our next guest. He is coming, I guess, from the longest distance that we've ever had on this podcast. You know, sometimes we have people here locally to Utah. Sometimes it's just us. Sometimes we're talking to someone from Las Vegas or something, but we've got a very special guest from the opposite side of the world. Spencer, why don't you introduce him? Yes, so happy to have my friend Fahad Ahmed with us today. And Fahad is coming to us from Karachi, Pakistan. Now, Fahad, you and I, we met several years ago through a Leadership Institute masterclass that is sponsored by Project Management Institute, which is an organization that has about 6 million members around the world. But in order to participate in this Leadership Institute masterclass, you have to uh, you basically have to apply and, and be approved. But Fahad, because of his leadership in, in PMI Karachi, he's, you're the past president for like seven years. Is that right, Fahad? Yeah, I've been with the chapter for like 10 years. 10 years. And so because of his leadership, he was invited to come and participate. They take about a cohort of about 30 uh, executives from all around the world and they do a year-long program. And so um, you and I met at that that program. How long has it been, Fahad? Uh, it's been like four years now. Four years, and so we we had some fun and 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 got to meet each other, and we've had we've had some great interactions since then. And I've I've really come to appreciate Fahad and and really his experience and his perspective. And so we're going to get to your topic in just a second. But I just want to I want people to know just a little bit about you. But as a project manager you're certified as a project management professional. You have 16 years of experience in the field of project management, business analysis, solid, uh, software, quality assurance, and testing, um, leadership experience, but also uh, leading all stages of system developments, including requirements, definitions, designs, architecture, testing, and support. So it sounds like a lot of technical experience in, in making sure that products are, are developed and tested and, and, and work and are delivered to the customer appropriately. 
And in addition to that technical experience, you have a lot of leadership experience. As I said, you've been, you know, associated with PMI uh, for 10 plus years, right? And then as the president of that chapter, but also a leader in business and in your roles. And so you've, uh, you've worked in the financial sector at banks all around the world, and you have specialties in risk management, you know, software quality assurance, which we've talked about, um, really people management and hiring, which is really the focus of, of our podcast. You know, we, we really focus on team performance. And so what we're interested in today, Fahad, is how can, you know, you have a topic that we're going to introduce in just a second. We're going to get to that. And it's, it's, it's about relationships and, and, and leadership. We want to know how your experience has helped you to um, really help teams perform at a higher level with your experience. But before we get to that, I want to hear, we want to hear how the current conditions have been impacting the the economy, the, the, the people, you in, in Pakistan. What's going on with, with COVID, the economy? Give us a little snapshot. Uh, first of all, thank you so much, uh, Spencer, for, for the invitation. And thank you, Christian. Uh, it's been wonderful meeting you for the first time. Uh, like everybody else, uh, we, um, like all of us in Pakistan, in Karachi, are going through uh, the same situation. It's, it's really tough times. Uh, like around the globe and similarly in Pakistan. Numbers are rising and initially we, we, didn't, we didn't actually took it very seriously that, you know, it's something that's really impact our lives and it was like some kind of a, you know, you know, people were not serious enough. But now when we see ourselves and our loved ones suffering from COVID and, and you know, we are hearing news of, of people who are passing away. Uh, we know we, like, we met them, we, we, we treated them and, and we have interaction with them. And we, when we get the news, it's become really difficult for all of us. And with all of this, we are homebound and 24 seven in the one space and emotions are really getting uh, to our nerves now. So things are pretty tight actually. But again, with this, point in this tough time you have to maintain your sanity your emotions and everything intact to be effective and useful that is what we are actually learning as a society because we are very emotional people when it comes to uh, doing things and uh, even celebrations or whatever as a nation we are very emotional so we tend we, we tend to learn now we tend to learn how to be pay, be pay more patient and control our emotions that covid has done to us and economy obviously like every uh, every like every part of the world uh, you know it's it's kind of a challenging situation for businesses here uh, some businesses closing down some have cut, you know cut their uh, human resources so you know people are definitely facing a lot of challenges and and along with everything you've got responsibility you've got projects and you've got all other things professionally and personally that you have to uh, you know deal with so uh, it's, it's like it's a new normal for everybody for all of us and we are learning a lot from it. i just have a very quick question fahad um, did i understand correctly that you're still under lockdown or the offices aren't open are people working from home primarily or are people working from their place of business uh, uh, we are actually in the second phase of the lockdown. Uh, the lockdown eases and everybody went out and they start, everybody started to hit normal, like nothing happened. And, you know, the numbers quickly uh, uh, started rising and there were a lot of 
you know uh, deaths and a lot of people getting infected from uh, the virus so the government the local government has imposed lockdown again and it is safer for everybody advised to stay home and work from home the team performance podcast you know you you talk about the uh, pakistanis being an emotional people i i'm interpreting that as that you enjoy being social you enjoy being together you talk about celebrating gathering together and enjoying each other's company and and is that part of what you're talking about yeah yeah the culture is very uh, uh, rich in terms of emotions we tend to celebrate everything uh, we tend we like to gather around and we we for even over for smaller things we we make you know kind of uh, celebrations Uh, big celebration so uh, when it comes to emotions we are very expressive and we are very very uh, you know we we hook up with each other very quickly and we try to uh, make uh, you know uh, festivities really colorful so when you have your festivities what's your favorite food christian and i love food we love foreign <laughs> foods so, like, and, so yeah. you must have heard about biryani so it is like my favorite food you can i can have it every day like twice a day <laughs> What is that describe it biryani Yeah biryani it's like it's a it's a combination of rice and uh, meat whether it's uh, lamb or whether it's chicken and it's it has lot of spices added to it so it's it's a very uh, you know a special dish but people love it so much that we we tend to cook it like every other day or every <laughs> sunday or whatever you you can say that It's only eight o'clock in the morning here, but I'm already hungry for biryani. So, right, <laughs> uh, that's a fantastic description. I I'm so happy that you brought that up. Um, I love food from that region, so uh, it's wonderful. So let's talk about the the subject that we have today on on tap, and that is resilient relationships. And we want to talk about how this relates to team performance and just. our overall well-being you talked about how people are struggling right now emotionally uh to stay productive to stay focused on on thoughts and and activities that will help us get through this why is this topic important to you fahad what what it is what is it about it that that you want to really dive into and and share with our listeners today uh, uh thank you for for bringing that up uh for me relationship is is everything whether it's personal or professional uh everything comes down how you connect with people and how how what kind of relationship are you having with the other person but when we talk about a leadership when we talk about professional relationship uh no matter how different in personalities you are but again if you have a common cause common vision you tend to bring people together and connect with them and and for that you really have to have good relationship with them right why because until unless you don't hook up with somebody from uh, you know from internally you will never be able to get the productivity or whatever you say uh, the, the 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 effectiveness you want to you really want to, uh, to want to have uh, i always describe uh, a job like a marriage why because whenever uh, two people uh, get married they come together no matter how long you know each other when you start living under the same roof for the first time you tend to explore each other right there are a lot of similarities then you t- suddenly you get to know that there are a lot of dissimilarities or something that that makes you different from each other right something you might dislike or something like you need to compromise upon 
a job or a, a management position or a people management is exactly similar to that. Now, when you and I meet for the first time, and I never know you, right? But you were kind of so uh, you such have such a vibrant personality that I immediately was attracted to you, and I tend to learn from you. But again, if think about somebody who's totally opposite to you, you know, I will be totally distracted by the same person. So even if you are in a relationship in a in a professional capacity, a relationship means a lot to me, and it tends to do you know even I I would I would like to use the word magic because if you have a connection or a relationship with somebody who who is very different from you or who is very who is very uh, you know uh, even far apart from you it tends to uh, bring you on a common ground and also you know work uh, um, make you work together for certain things that individually you would not like to do you know something so, odd that you said uh, that i thought was uh, really impactful um, working together you know we we typically think of people you know going in and performing their individual roles but we call it team performance team performance for a reason and i think it's because when teams are performing at a high level, they exceed the sum of their parts, right? Um, you, you can achieve more together than you could separately on your own. And, and together, you become a new unit that can do even more. I'm wondering if you can talk to us a little bit more about that, Fahad, um, how people, when they are able to form these resilient relationships, can actually do a lot more together than they could by themselves. Uh, uh, thank you, question. It's a great question. Uh, actually, uh, relationships are, are, are developed or built upon strengths. And uh, that can only happen when you test somebody and have total confidence in other person's ability. Uh, if like I, I met you for the first time, I met Spencer for the first time, and I can always be, you know, uh, be inspired by your personality. But again, it will, it will never give me the confidence or the trust in your certain abilities until unless I would be able to, you know, experience it. Any given scenario, any adversity, or any in even in a normal case, when somebody, uh, you know, acts in a manner that matches your expectation, and you you are suddenly overwhelmed by the action, by natural reaction of the action, and then because it it it, it connects you both naturally or unintentionally, that's where that 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 care connection happens. See, if you in our team environment, even if we, we tend to face people who are, I wouldn't say uh, who have a challenging personality, but are different, right? We tend conscious effort to connect with them, trying to find common uh, spots together and try to, you know, break small talks together and try to build that level of confidence that they can have in us and we can have in them, right? Only then, once you start doing that, that resilient part start to build. And even though that you know, uh, this is that's that's why you 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 get to a point where you exactly know what in a given scenario what Christian will react and how Spencer will react and how Fahad will react. You nobody has to come to us and say like you know you have to do this. We have developed such a great relationship. The Team Performance Podcast. You know, this, uh, this metaphor of working together as, as marriage is interesting because it seems like there's been a lot of divorces lately with all the uh, unemployment. 
Uh, yes, exactly. Uh, on a lighter note, <laughs> on a lighter note, uh, you know, uh, nobody is uh, actually uh, is used to see his or her spouse twenty four seven. Uh, <laughs> everybody is under the same roof. <laughs> like it's challenging for both the parties. So people who are not very uh, strong at heart give up, and there are a lot of divorces <laughs> for that matter. But again, uh, see, uh, when you talk about uh, this thing. is one thing that uh, prolongs any any relationship it is the, the, that also uh, very much important for, for the resilient part it's a respect that you give other person its opinion its action its reaction it's it's whatever it is you can love somebody you can make somebody love you but you cannot make somebody respect you if you don't have that within you right so most of the most of the things are people splits or couple splits because they don't respect their other a partner's opinion reactions emotions or even mental well-being and they they tend to get very judgmental very very easily and when there is an imbalance in any relationship you tend to live a different life or you become a different person and that can only happen to a certain extent for example if you are a flat tire of your car and it has a it has less air pressure it can drag you to to a certain extent the moment it becomes totally flat your car will stop no matter how much newer car you have relationship exactly like this you 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 bear the burden to a certain extent you become to you try to you you try to overcome that by becoming somebody else and you keep on prolonging and drawing that over and over again and at one point you know the pressure gets so much mounting the tire become flat that's why you know people split i i really like that analogy fahad of the flat tire you can you can drive for a little ways on a flat tire even when it becomes completely flat but then you start causing serious damage to the to the vehicle right <laughs> and exactly. uh, and and if you're not careful then you can end up uh, causing irreparable damage to the vehicle uh, on the flip side um you know one of the things that i really like about this topic that you're discussing is um we can benefit so greatly from these resilient relationships and you likened it to a marriage going through the covid thing spencer has gone through this you've probably gone through this i certainly have gone through this where we've had a dramatic uh, impact on our business uh, as a result of covid and when it first started happening and i started losing business um i became quite anxious and my wife to her great credit was a tremendous support to me through this time and she believed in me because i think of what you just said fahad which is you spent all this time building up this relationship of trust and she basically looked at me and says you know what i trust you we're going to get through it it's going to be okay and that to me is really the the importance of a resilient relationship is actually being able to survive or even thrive under adversity thank you that that's very beautiful and i totally agree with you uh one thing i would like to mention here uh recently i i attended one of the spencer session where he talked so passionately about his mother and the, the relationship between the two i actually cried 
parents are one thing then they they ne- never label the child no matter what you do whatever you have become or whatever uh, challenges you have right but on the other hand on the other hand you see there's so much trust in them and the belief that, that you spoke about right and that you have uh, you're having personal challenges and your wife says that she has totally she has total belief in you where you can do that right that is such a huge thing for you that it there is no price for that on the other hand think about somebody who has just lost a million dollar business deal and he's upset and he just came entered in his house and the spouse says i know you will never do that or you will never make it what impact does it have on that person for 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 a lifetime right so relationships are very much you know uh, very much empowering and also very very much uh, uh, you know draining uh, as well emotionally and physically as well because they give you the power to fly and they also give you uh, the drain you that you can if you're flying and you can just fall fell down like anything right this is how that's why the resilient resilience part is very much important total belief total trust no matter what that's very important and again you respect the other person individuality that's very important the team performance podcast you this uh this respect and and trust is important we've talked about this in the past but i i want to go back to something you said that oftentimes we're we're attracted or it's easier for us to communicate with people that are very similar to us right you talked about how you know the energy that i had you know you you related to that and somebody else might not relate so well oftentimes in in, in a relationship in the beginning it's those people that are like us that are easiest to connect with because they don't you know they're they have similar interests and all that and and but what i find is is that because we have similar strengths and similar interests the dynamic of being able to solve problems isn't as strong as sometimes that person who is opposite and opposites can also attract I me mean, you know christian and i have talked about our spouses we're very different than my wife is very different than than me in personality together we have so many more strengths because she has different perspectives than i do it's just it can be more difficult if you don't have a strong relationship to keep that uh to to keep going because sometimes you know we we disagree but it's in that disagreement that you know we're able to keep the car moving forward and 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 be more productive it just you know we can't settle for those easy relationships we need to be able to connect with those people that are different than us because i believe that gives us great strengths can you talk about how to develop you know how do you strengthen those relationships with people that may not be exactly like us uh thank you uh, uh i totally understand your viewpoint and it's 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 a a, a reality that uh, you know that we face every day one thing that i find that you know like if when you talk about personal relationship or even professional relationships i i i primarily focus on personal relationships you know it's opposites that complements each other that's what you're saying right and that gives you different perspective when uh, when you complement each other you got a greater bond and you get you know more strength and even you know you you tend to get different viewpoints where you can see things and you can adjust with each other but one thing i find that even with similar people and you need to learn right 
that this is something that collectively we do we are we are a great team and these are our strengths but these are the also these are things that you need to improve upon right and and it's not that i have to learn everything if we can have a role like for, it's like raising children right for example mother has a greater role in, in raising a child in certain things and father has a certain role in, in disciplining the child this is what in, in our society it's like that right so nobody interferes within each of its role the problem actually happens if the father comes in and say you need to do this thing like this and the mother says you need to discipline the child like this but not like this but this become intimidating and that's where the problem the you lose the balance right so if you, even if you are similar on certain grounds you need to learn different things to complement each other this is what we do in our professional lives right in in personal lives you need to balance each other out and say hey these are the things that we need to improve upon i will take this 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 and you will take i think you are doing you are good at these things and this is the reality the 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 quicker you accept that the 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 quicker you will have uh, the the best of the relationship you ever had i have a question fahad uh in your experience typically how long does it take to form a resilient relationship you know in a business environment oftentimes through a corporate reorganization or leaving one job and joining another you're thrust into a new team or new teams are formed instantly and then they are expected to perform uh exceptionally and so um you have all of these changes that happen we don't always have total control of the people that we work with or the teams that we are part of and so in your experience uh how much time or how much grace uh, period should be afforded to to new teams to develop this foundation of resiliency uh, uh thank you question one thing i found that it's when you are actually ready to form a resilient relationship it can ranges from like even the shorter period can be to 6 months and i have seen people working for even years and not forming that formidable relationship that is required for their position and for their roles but just because they are not actually the acceptance is not there so the the the, the that's I, i i just said that when you are ready you become resilient at relationship like for example p2 people living under the same roof for like 25 years of marriage and still cannot form that bond right because i i'm just uh, giving example of marriage but it is the most the closest bond that ever you can ever have like you know uh, with your uh, you with your partner or you with your spouse or so it is similar to in professional relationships the moment you give in and you think about your own strength and other person's strength rather than your own uh, other person's weakness within your strengths and now you're ready to move on you're ready for resilient relationship and i've seen like for example in pmi we have like every other year we have got new team members for two years and and it keeps on rotating so it's a team for, uh, the team development cycle goes on forever right again the 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 essence comes in after around 6 months or so when people leave out all their insecurities and start trusting their abilities and other person's evil abilities the team performance podcast so once you've developed this resilient relationship what's the what does that mean i mean what what's happening 
what's the benefit? I mean, explain what happens once you've taken the time to, to develop that relationship. Why is it important? It's important because uh, if, you are, if you are in a companionship with a personal professional, you have an objective to achieve, right? For when you, when you are working on profession, professional, when you talk about professional life, you have a project, you have a deadline, you have a certain goal to meet, you have a business strategy to implement, you have certain revenue targets that you need to achieve as a team, right? So when you develop a resilient relationship, it goes beyond that, right? It's just not ends after 5 p.m. You hook up with your friends, have some beers, right? Even you have family gatherings, now you become part of the family. It goes beyond that 5 or 6 p.m. bracket because now you are you have developed a bond that is far beyond that cubicle and it's more sort of a person now, right? So you tend to achieve more. For example, one of my best friends, you know, uh, and he called me up and he said that, you know, we are friends like from the, from the junior school and he comes every single day to my house and half we have to eat together and like for, for 12 years. And then since our professional responsibilities tore apart and put us apart. So what, and then he, he talked about certain professional, personal things that I have never expected from him, right? And he asked my advice that I need your advice for, for certain matters, for very personal matters. And I was like, you know, fabricated by the expression because how can he, he even can discuss with me something like that, right? But the, the type of relationship we enjoyed together helped him to, you know, open his heart out and speak his heart out to me. That's very important. So in, in professional relationship, this is something else. In personal, for example, when, when two people are, are together, having a family, raising child and, you know, having and both financial strength, having a, uh, having a, want to give them, want to give their children more, uh, you know, better future. They are, they are, they are they're well connected, they have good relationship, they're well bonded, they can achieve all of those things and they can translate their strengths to their, their children. If, they, if that not is, not is the case, then you know what happens. Right? You, so you talk about how adversity can tend to drive people together. Talk about that. I mean, what, what do you, how do you find that happening? And is that happening today, you know, with the COVID situation right now? Is that, you feel like that's bringing people together? Uh, yes. Uh, as I, as I uh, or, you know, discussed that uh, as a society, uh, we are kind of a very emotional people. And we tend to do certain things that, that are very common in other cultures. I have also seen, um, uh, other cultures very, very, uh, you know, very colorful and, and uh, you know, very celebrated certain things. But when you have certain problem, a bigger problem like pandemic, you know, then, and for example, somebody, some common friend, uh, you know, got infected and he needs help. He needs, needs to uh, care, nourishment. And some, me and somebody else who are not on good terms, but we know that we have a common connection that needs, that is that is a priority of, uh, at this time. So we will keep our differences aside 
and show that the main objective should be done effectively or it should be dealt effectively. The same thing happens with in relationships, in, in personal relationships. I've seen couples who are not good at terms, but if something happens to a child, they put their you know, differences aside and work for the betterment or work for the nourishment or whatever that is required. Even though if you don't have a child, if if you are on on different terms on for certain things, if something happens to you know one of or one of the partners, then everything is being left out. Whatever happened in, happened in the past happened in the past. Present makes more sense, right? This is how adversity makes you you know uh, makes you uh, bond you uh, uh, stronger or uh, you make you closer. The team performance podcast. You know, I really like that because. You know, one of the things you you said that uh, that I was impressed with is when we have adversity, it it should hopefully cause us to be compassionate for each other, right? And put aside our, our differences and help each other because we're, you know, brothers and sisters. We're, you know, we're, yeah. we, we, we get to care about each other. And I think that's something that is so important right now when people are struggling financially, mentally, you know, with with health issues and challenges that that we look for how we can help other people. And I think that's what you're saying is, is that these, these challenges give us an opportunity to put aside our differences and actually yeah. help lift each other. Um, yeah. uh, is that right? Allow me, so, yeah, exactly. If you allow me, I, I, I would like to share a small, uh, you know, uh, uh, personal experience. Uh, six months ago, uh, it's a January evening and I was driving from work and uh, I fainted due, uh, it was, you know, my, my work was really challenging at that time. And I was really, you know, under tremendous stress and, you know, sleep deprived and whatever you can think of, exhausted. And I was actually talking to my, one of my best friends and we were having an argument, a very serious argument. And, and while driving and having that argument, I actually fainted. You know, my, my, I got blurry vision and I, I was like, you know, kind of dizzy. So what I said to her that, you know, I'm feeling these conditions and I think I, I, I'm going to, you know, faint. And we were at, at such a crucial point in terms of argument that, you know, in normal condition, there was no returning back. Okay. But, and what I did was I just parked my car uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, on the side of the road, and I never knew what happened next 15 to 20 minutes. When when I actually woke up, I saw her standing right next to me and asking somebody to you know shift me to the other seat and uh, put me to the hospital. And I was in an ER for like one day, and then I was shifted to the room and all my tests were done and it was all okay. It was all just exhaustion and something. But that, that crucial moment that could have, we can have that, that could have broken our relationship actually mended our relationship and took it, took it to the new level. You know, that's my personal experience. So that is one thing I, I strongly believe that sometimes adversity can do miracles that in normal circumstances you cannot even experience. I love that story, Fahad. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
I'll say that again. I love that story, Fahad. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much for sharing that. It shows us the power of our choices, right? Because we could, we could make a choice to break it, like you said, or we could make a choice to mend it. And your friend made a conscious decision to, to take action and try to mend it. And um, that actually made the, re the relationship even that much more resilient. Um, our time is running short. We've, we appreciate all the time that you've taken. I've got one more question for you. Spencer might have another question for you, but for my question, um, it would be this. Um, in, your, in your experience, in your view, um, what's the most important factor that contributes to resilience? Uh, having confidence in other person. That's the most important thing. Irrespective of the credentials or the personality, you know that, I know that Christian will be there whenever I need him. Spencer will always be there if I make a, even a short phone call after midnight and even if everything just for that confidence and that expression translated into expression and communication to the other person, that is the essence of the resilient relationship. Because I, I've seen people who are, who are very you know, close, but they're unable to express their emotions and communicate that confidence in other person's you know, ability or capability or attachment. And the other person spends a lifetime without knowing it. The Team Performance Podcast. You know, you, um, you talk a lot about relationships and, and uh, you know, even talking about the relationship as a marriage. And some people listening to this might be a little uncomfortable with that. They're like, I don't want to have friends at work. I want to keep my work relationships, at, you know, at work. I don't want to go have beers or soda or anything with them afterwards. And they want to keep that, that, that separate. So they have their, their personal life and their work life. Some people are very proud about keeping those they behave differently in those different things, which I think takes a lot of energy. But I want, if you can, just share with us uh, as we wrap up, you talk about how these friendships or these relationships actually improve productivity. Can you give us some examples in your experience about why this is important? You, you've shared a few, but I, I, I want you to just reiterate how these relationships will increase productivity. And how does it impact, for example, turnover? Um, solving problems, just dealing with, with the challenges of work. Why is it important that we, we invest the time to develop these resilient relationships? Uh oh, thank you so much. I will uh, quickly share two, two stories. I've got a lot of stories to share. So uh, in 2012, I was working with a, uh, you know, the, one of the biggest insurance companies of Pakistan. And my direct manager was somebody who has been working for five years in the same company. And he was kind of unknown to every, every other person in the same department. He was kind of a mysterious person. They, nobody knew about his personal life and professional life. And everybody think of him as a very selfish person. Uh, uh, fast forward three months, I joined the company. And we were having a, com a conversation. And it, it turned out to be I just gave some positive opinion about relationships and family. And from that moment onward, you, you won't believe that he, that guy start, started opening up with me, my manager, my manager, 
and I got in 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 a couple of weeks' time, I got to know everything about him, his family, his father, his dad, his brother, uh, his mother, whatever. And even though whatever he, he even sometimes he comes to me and share that I have a really bad fight with my wife today, just on a smaller petty thing, right? So, and what I did, I just listened, and that emotion vanished. and the guy becomes a better person at, at communication this is something ra- very rare because who you, you don't have a born with a boss like that. so and and everybody yeah in, in whatever i i have experience it's 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 rare that you have a born with your boss like that so and in second i have a team member who was a very shy person and we work for a boss who is very kind of a pushy person and who who gets really edgy sometimes and you know who he really comes hard at you it is his way of uh, you know teaching other people how to work right and the, the guy keeps on saying sorry 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 and sorry uh, sorry sir sorry sir and one meeting after one meeting i i, I told him for the next 15 days you you won't say sorry one single time otherwise i will not sign your confirmation letter this is the only thing i want you to understand whenever we goes inside that room you have a flat face and you won't say sorry after 3 months that guy becomes the best resource we ever had in our department and he came to me and he said that now i knew, i know exactly know how to handle our boss and now i am his favorite child okay and he started that my boss started opening up with him and they have a good relationship work wise relationship and then start they started they, they they enjoy a relationship that was not normal for other people right so it is very important to have friends in the workplace who can help you to become better it's not always about professional things it's about personal things that you know if spencer or christian can even guide me upon how to control my temper or how to react in certain manner it can it can have a great impact on my personality and i can i can be a very different person and i can be a very much improved version of myself so you're saying these friendships allow you to navigate difficult situations and that trust that you have in that relationship can make the workplace more productive more effective to help you build relationships with other people for example this difficult boss and that's a great i that's a great example of how a, a friendship improved productivity and improved the satisfaction of not only the manager but the employee that was struggling exactly a great story yeah the great stories all around and and uh, great learnings and advice and recommendations for us that you shared with us today fahad Thank you so much again for taking the time. Thank If people know. want to learn more about the work that you're doing with the Project Management Institute there in Pakistan, or connect with you uh, to learn more about you, what's the best way for them to do so? So uh, currently, I am not uh, associated with the chapter. I'm not the part of the Global PMI EF Education Foundation team, uh, and uh, work with uh, uh, Southeast Asia. So, if you want to connect with me, uh, my email address is 
Fahad Ahmed S. You with the same name, Fahad Ahmed, and you can connect with me anytime you want, and I'm always there for you, and I was I would love to help you out and share my experience with you, and to be able to uh, become more uh, more productive. All right, I'm going to repeat that once more, Fahad, because um, the connection froze a bit and we weren't able to get your email address. So I'll just ask the okay. question again <laughs> and you can go ahead and repeat it and then I will edit it in uh, post-production. So here's the question once more. Uh, Fahad, thank you so much sure. for joining us. I really appreciate you taking the time. If people want to connect with you and learn more about the work that you're doing and the importance of resilient relationships, if they want to learn how to form better, more resilient relationships, what's the best way for them to contact you? So uh, my email address is fahadahmads at gmail.com. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook, social media. I'm a very active social media user. So I would love to uh, assist you, guide you, or help you, uh, and to be more productive at work and at uh, personal relationships uh, and, uh, and, and to share my, my experience with you. All right. Excellent, Fahad. Thank you so much. Spencer, if people want to connect with you and learn more about the work that you're doing, what's the best way for them to do that? Contact me at spencer at altiumleadership.com. That's A-L-T-I-U-M leadership.com or go to altiumleadership.com to our website. Thank you. And people can contact me at cnapier at gp4.com. That's gpfour.com. Go to the website gp4.com or look at look up look me up in uh, linkedin or or facebook fahad once again thank you so much for taking the time listeners please like and subscribe to our podcast and we'll join you again.